You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're going to talk about anger. You know, and and really the whole idea here is to let you know if maybe you have an anger problem. Uh, Maybe you've been told that by other people, but uh, we're just going to talk about anger, how it happens, why it comes up. And if you have and you think you have an anger problem, some things that you can do about it. We will be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is happening, people? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, uh, back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Thanks for stopping in or listening in. Uh, If you're live on Facebook, give us a shout out, uh, as always. Uh, typically we're on at Fridays at this time, unless it's a holiday or something crazy. If you're listening to the audio after the fact, uh, you can always catch us on Friday evenings at, uh, five to six, um, hear it early. You don't have to wait for the, wait for the audio. You can watch the video and, and listen to it. Then we are here in the podcast, Detroit Northville studios with me today is Jamie. It is. Hey, sit hi. in. How you doing, Jamie? Excellent, excellent. Awesome. Life is good. There's pictures of Bernie Sanders everywhere. Yeah, oh, that's the, oh, these memes are so great. I don't think I'll get tired of it. No, I don't. I, I, it's it's like it, and it's just started. I mean, it's only been a few days. It's it's going to be oh, they're fantastic. I I, I, I in fact, I want I got to find a way to get them uh, put put a meme on my website somewhere just just for fun, just yeah. to have it. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, just just look at your Facebook feed. I'm sure uh, there's one there. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll run into it for sure. So let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. Speaking of my website, the website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find all the cool stuff that are on typical websites, my uh, podcast page, along with uh, my media page, um, and uh, my store. Uh, if you're interested in, in purchasing downloads or looking to see what I have, there's a lot of different things there. So take a look at the website. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube at Motor City Hypnotist and Twitter and Instagram. Both of those are Motor City Hypno. And if you would like to contribute financially to the show, and when I say contribute, very, very nominal amounts per, per month. Um, Patreon is a creator site where you can support shows or creators that you enjoy listening to or watching. So I am on there. If you'd like to contribute, that link will be in the show notes as well. And um, you get kind of cool stuff like uh, 
This coffee mug is one of the things you can pick up just for just a small amount of money per month, but it helps me run the show and keep things going. So I would appreciate that. And as we do on every episode, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. A free hypnosis guide is always available. Uh, My hypnosis for confidence has been available for quite a while now. That is still there. And the links to all of these things you can find in the show notes as well. Um, That will just enable you to click in there and get that free download. And if you're interested in joining my private Facebook group, Empower Your Mind for Success, that link will be in the show notes as well. And that group, it's, 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 when I say it's private, you have to request to come in, which is not a big deal, but, um, you know, keeps a lot of yahoos out. <laughs> Let's say that. You <laughs> yeah. never know, you know. All right, do, the, do this for me. Hold up your mug. Hold it off to, oh, your, hold up, hold off it up. to your right a little bit. Off to your right. Off to your right. A little lower. Well, get it in frame. All right. A little higher. A little higher. A little higher. There he is. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. There you go. Sorry. There we go. For those of you listening to audio, uh, Jamie just popped up uh, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders and my coffee mug on the screen, <laughs> Sorry. which was fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm 12. Oh, I'm no. I love it. That's perfect. That, that's that's awesome, Jamie. We'll have to, uh, I'm going to take the screen grab of that. You, you can't be angry. It. You can't be angry when Bernie Sanders No, exactly. Is, exactly. Is when you just see that, you ju- <laughs> it just makes you feel good. It's, it's just funny. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to get into talking about anger in just a few minutes, folks. But yeah, if, you just, if you're angry, just take a picture of Bernie sitting on a bench with Forrest Gump. It just makes you feel good. There's just no way not to feel good when you see that. So it's time, folks, for our winner of the week. That's how winning is done. I, you know, I just thought I, I had a couple picked out here. Uh, Bernie Sanders should be our winner of the week, just <laughs> totally. just for just for being who he is oh, and, yeah. and dressing like he did. But <laughs> but I do have a story. Um, so it, it, those of you who, who've listened for any any of our episodes know that we always have a, a winner of the week, and it's typically somebody who's done something cool or nice or been generous, or it, it, they're just good stories, and that's why we have them. So this one is about a plumber. Um, so. James Anderson, he's a plumber. Um, he, this starts, I'm going to back up and I'm not going to read this word for word, but back up to 2017, he's a plumber and he got called out to a home and there was an, an elderly couple with one of, one of them was disabled. And he found out that the prior company who'd done work for them cheated them out of like 5,500 pounds. The story comes from Scotland, by the way. Um, I believe it's Scotland. Could be England. It's out over there somewhere. <laughs> so he was really like just disgusted that they would take advantage of these old people, these elderly people. And he started a, well, it's called DEPHER, D-E-P-H-E-R. And he called it the Disabled and Elderly Plumbing and Heating Emergency Response. Oh. Sounds kind of like SHIELD. That's a big acronym. Yeah, yeah, there's you a know? lot of, yeah, a lot, lot, of lot of words in that. We're in working that on it. We're working on it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, And has since then helped more than 10,000 families. Wow. So the 53-year-old pledged to help disabled and elderly people with their plumbing and heating, whatever the cost. Um, A father of six children, Anderson says he spent 57,000 pounds during the pandemic alone, 
but added it was worth every penny if it kept people alive and warm. And the quote says, if you've got disabilities issues, sometimes these things can become too difficult to overcome and we want to make sure they're taken care of. Um, and yeah, he's a, he's a trade tradesman plumber from Burnley, Lancashire. We've all got a res- social responsibility to each other. We need to be there for each other. So he started this and now he's working with a whole bunch of other tradesmen doing work for elderly and disabled people. And, um, he said he works seven days a week, 70 hours a week. And he says, he ends the story with, I'll have enough, I'll have enough rest when I'm dead. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so a shout out to Mr. James Anderson, the, um, the plumber. Yeah. The tradesman plumber who takes care of elderly and disabled people. He is our winner of the week. how winning is done yes sir <laughs> alan's checking in happy friday alan thanks for showing up again as usual alan's our our weekly pops in every week on facebook to yeah. say hi so appreciate you alan thanks for listening to the show as always i have to ask you the, the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> whenever alan checks in that that sound has to come out <laughs> there you are so speaking of speaking of that sound, uh, mm. we're talking about anger today. Don't be an angry. Elf. Yeah, don't don't be angry. <laughs> don't don't be like Christian Bale. <laughs> and uh, oh, da, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? <laughs> A very angry man during that rant. So uh, um, so we're going to talk about anger. Um, so so I'm going to start out by saying we've all been. I mean, I'm sure it happens. We've all been angry or pissed off or whatever term you want to use. It's, it's, it happens to everyone. Now, working with clients every day, I, I, I see a lot of clients who are, unfortunately, they get to the point where they're, they're court ordered to get anger management. Mm. And typically it's because of some, uh, some violent interaction at home or, or some, you know, necessarily doesn't have to become physical, but, but somebody can be angry and, and, and threatening, let's say. So, so if it gets to that point, that that's kind of unfortunate because it typically just doesn't come out of nowhere, and that's what we're going to cover here. So, I'm going to start out by saying anger is a normal, healthy emotion. In and of itself, it, it's not good or bad on its own. It's what you do with it that becomes good or bad. And I know we've all been in situations where you just you're just frustrated. I boy, I I have a teenage son, and. Um, hmm. <laughs> they play video games. So you know anger. I know anger. Well, and, and I've experienced this too. I, yeah. you know, I, I played enough video games in my life to know that, yeah, I've, Blood I've, gets I, pumping. I, I've rage quit. Oh, I've, <laughs> I mean, I've never broken a controller. I've never kicked it. You know, if you guys see that, I'm sure those of you out there who've spent any amount of time on YouTube have seen these rage quit videos. Rage gamers. Quit. Okay. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, but at the same time, a little disturbing because you got, the, you got these kids, even men, just they'll they'll just ruin a fifty inch TV. They'll they'll just throw a controller through it, or you know, just take their whole gaming system and smash it, and you know, so so that that is an extreme amount of anger. So the the like I said, anger in and of itself is neither good or bad. It's the response. Now I say this to clients in my office. When they're feeling angry, 
or when they get angry or lose their temper. Anger always comes from somewhere else. Anger is not anger. It doesn't exist in a vacuum. There's always another emotion driving anger, whether it's frustration, whether it's embarrassment, whether it's sadness. Um, but there are underlying emotions. And if, and if you those of you who are married or have a partner, you know that you could have a big argument and then afterwards, once everything's cooled down, you talk about it and you're like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know why I was so angry. You don't, you don't know why. You look back and say that was silly. We, it was, we were arguing about nothing. It, it was – I mean there, there could be arguments for about serious things, but most of the time they're not. Dave, you were wrong. Yeah, That's what the argument right. yeah, was about. Just say, yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> so anger – if if it's, if it's a knee jerk reaction to something, there's another emotion that's driving this, and and I want to I want to put this in a, in a in a context for you to know that let's when you get angry, I I want you to step back and say, well, what what is it that I'm really feeling? Am am I frustrated that something's not going my way? Am I embarrassed that I was called out and I'm wrong? I, I mean, am I am I sad because something's happened? Um. And we know anger is a, is one of the five stages of grief. So so that definitely can come from a sadness end of things. So while it's perfectly normal to feel angry, it becomes a problem when you express it, especially in a way that's that's harmful to yourself or to other people. So we're going to focus on that. One of the things that's kind of a misnomer or things that have been said, and I've heard it, I've, I've heard it who knows, online from other, even from other therapists is like, oh, you need to vent your anger. That's healthy for you. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of argue against that. And, and when I say venting is people, when people say venting is healthy, I'm like, well, no, not necessarily. Um, if you just, if you just vent just to, just to release your fury, that's not productive. And typically that happens when you're with other people or with your partner or with somebody, you know, um, so what, what I like to do instead, instead of using the term venting, and I want to be very clear on this, it's there, there's a way to release the energy without venting in a constructive manner. And we're going to get to that a little bit later, but, but when people say, oh, you just need to vent. Yeah. I, I, I probably get into semantics a little bit, but just venting just to let the rage out. That's probably not good. So Anger is much more likely to have a negative impact, one, on how people see you. That's, that's one of the major things because, you know, you don't want people around you. And, and you can even say, well, I don't care what they think. But if everybody around you thinks you're an a-hole, there might be some truth to that there. You've got to kind of take a look at yourself. One, the second thing is it impairs your judgment. And probably the most serious thing, it's going to get in the way of your success. Now, Jamie, you're a teacher. Yep. I'm sure if you went down the halls every day just flipping out on everybody, uh, at some point you're probably not going to be teaching there. I was going to say you've been in my building. <laughs> I've been in your I've, uh, I've, I've heard stories about you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, so it, it's going to get in the way of your success. So I'm going to talk about the effects of anger. And these these are, are mental and physical but chronic anger anger that flares up all the time it, it can it can spiral out of control and put you into this this kind of habit of just always being in this angry state so we know physically 
the health issues that could have, as you can imagine. Higher blood pressure, higher levels of stress makes you more susceptible to heart disease, diabetes, a weakened immune system, probably gives you insomnia because most most angry people are, are not able to just fall asleep immediately. That that takes a long time for that angry mind to calm down and quiet themselves to be able to go to sleep. The mental health effects, it consumes a huge amount of your me- mental energy as far as your thinking goes. It clouds your thinking and your judgment, and it makes it hard to concentrate and, and on the things that could be enjoyable. So if you're always pissed off, you're not going to find enjoyment in something that should bring you enjoyment. You're just always in that angry state, and eventually that will lead to depression and other mental health issues, especially with with people who suffer with anxiety and the, and, and the anger and just that constant state, that heightened state of of um, I'm trying to think of a good term for it. Like you're always on the edge, you're always ready to go, and, and that heightened state of awareness constantly it, it just has an effect on your mental health. Um, we, we talked about work, a career, and, and this, is, this is the other one too. A lot of times if somebody's consistently or chronically angry, they can't take constructive criticism. Even that term I don't not like necessarily that much. Constructive suggestions I like to use better, but they're very defensive because, they, because it's like they're always on edge and ready to lash out. Um, but of course, we know if you're going to lash out all the time, it's going to alienate your your peers and your well more importantly your boss probably mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't want to be flipping out on them huh. and and this is the biggest thing and i see this a lot with clients it affects your relationships especially your with your partner you know it, if somebody's constantly in a state of anger it is hard to have a respectful decent relationship with another person and and it causes over time mistrust and just just um it just wears away at the foundation of of whatever relationship you're in and and, may, and maybe that wasn't great to begin with but but I'm saying though even if you have a great relationship with somebody and you get into this anger issue anger cycle it, it's going to wear that foundation of that relationship away so if you feel like if you're out there and you feel like you have a hot temper or somebody's told you that oh boy you're yeah, you're really angry, man. You fly off the handle a lot. It's not. Don't take it as a personal attack that there that there's something inherently wrong with you as a person. Take it as, huh? I wonder why. I wonder why I'm so angry. Like what what's what's causing me to feel like this? And just be aware of it, because unless you become aware of it and are willing to look at it objectively, it's probably going to continue to happen. Um. So I'm going to go back about the 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 myth about venting. Um, now I I can say I I know it's true that suppressing it and holding it in that's not healthy. It's 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 not healthy just to bottle it up and let it sit inside of you. the The best way to do this is to be aware why and and what's causing this anger because that way you can address the cause because it's almost like. It's almost like emptying a bucket that's under a leak. You're just going to keep going and emptying it all again and again. If you don't fix the leak, that bucket's going to continue to fill up. I like that analogy. I do. Yeah. I use that quite a bit. I said, that's yeah, fine. You can empty the bucket and get it all out, but it's just going to continue to drip. It's going to continue to fill up. So we have to address the leak. Um, 
Here's another myth. Anger, aggression, and intimidation <laughs> help me earn respect. Now, mm. you've probably run into some of these people, and maybe you are one, and I'm not, I'm not saying this in a critical way. It's the person that thinks they can get everything with force or intimidation. It's kind of like the uh, the army sar- or the army drill sergeant approach. Like, you're going to do what I say. I'm in charge. Just do it. You know, just that that confrontational, angry exchange to try to get something that you want. Um, that you're you're not going to be respected. Let's say that, and that is not going to work in the long term. What it will end up doing is people might respond because they're afraid of you. Yeah. I, I, and I don't want to classify people as animals, but you know, if you uh, if you have a pet and you uh, you know scream in the face of that pet, it's going to be scared of you, right. and it's only going to be responding because it's fearful. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's... I feel like doing that with my dog sometimes. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, do, do you have a dog, Jamie? Uh, we did, yeah, 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 yeah. and and uh, it, it it's uh, they'll you, like it's like oh well, the dog they must treat them well because the the dogs gra- gravitate to them. It's like oh, right. no, that's not, not always no. not no not always. Yeah. My my dog has this thing. It's a, and I, I always make a joke with my wife. I'm like you know he's doing this on purpose. <laughs> we'll be like when I get home this evening, he'll he'll be he'll want to play and I'll play and do whatever. As soon as we like sit down to like watch a show or the news. He'll just sit in front of us and whine at us and, like, pat us with his paw. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I, I just played with you. You've had dinner. You've been outside. And then it's just – it. and then he'll do that, and then I'll throw his ball or whatever toy he has one time, and then he's fine. Okay. It's like just sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes he'll just he'll just sit there, and I'm like, I know you don't need anything. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I'm – yeah, I would like to yell at his face, but, of course, it's an animal. So um, – so, we're going back to, yeah, if, if somebody's noticing something or you, or somebody's told you that you're angry, let's try to look at it objectively so that you can say, okay, where is this coming from and how can I address it? Another myth is that I can't help myself. Anger isn't something I can control. Mm. I've had this from clients a lot. They're like, I don't, I just can't control it. It just happens. It's just like I don't even know it's coming and it just happens. I don't have any way to control it. That, that really is – that is a myth because – even though you can't control your situations necessarily, the situation you're in, and you can't control how it makes you feel necessarily, you can control how you express that feeling. And that's that's the key thing. Even if somebody's trying to, for lack of a better term, piss you off, you, you always have a choice about how to respond to that. You know, it's the old, I, I don't know. Yeah. Back in my younger days, we used to hang out a lot. You know, there's always somebody looking for a fight when you're out. You know, that mm. they're, they're always like confrontational. Like they just they just want to, they want a reaction from somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, anger is the, the feeling itself. You might not be able to control, but you can control the way you respond to it and, and the way you react to it. And that really is the key about this. This episode is is realizing that the anger is there. Now, what do I do with it? How do I respond so that it's a more positive response rather than flipping out or blowing up? So I mentioned the, the example a little bit earlier about getting into an argument over something silly or, or trivial. <laughs> and most of the time, that's where most arguments come from. 
big fights always come – most of the time come from very small things. It's just a simple um, – and, and I will say most of the time, a lot of it's misunderstanding or miscommunication. It, it really is. Like somebody could say something to you. Um, I was trying to think of something that's a little innocuous but yeah, not yeah. so – but be like, um, boy, you're um, – yeah, what, what – What's wrong? You're like, what'd you do to your hair? Yeah. Now I can take, okay, so that's just like, what'd you do to your hair? And then I could be like, what? What's wrong? What, 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 you criticizing my hair? Or I can say, oh, you notice I got my hair cut. Yeah. So, so, so there's different ways to take things. And a lot of times it is a miscommunication. It's just a misunderstanding. A lot of angry arguments come from misunderstandings. Now, the big question is when you start to feel this, and, and for those of you out there who've experienced, and we, we all have at one point or another, but it's, it's that little, I like to call it that little, uh, um, a vibration. Mm. I'm going to call it a vibration because okay. you can just kind of feel that in your stomach or in your, in your, in your body. It's just that little, that tension just starting to come up. And, it's important to catch it right then before it, it really kind of gets moving and say, well, what am I – why am I feeling this way? What am I upset about? What, what, why am I getting this, this feeling like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be angry or I'm going to blow up? What's causing this? And really taking a inventory of your, your feelings at that point and what's going on. Maybe there's a situation that could have reminded you of something in the past. Um, you know, I don't want to go to, you know, I don't want to take Freud's theory and say everything comes from your childhood. <laughs> but maybe when you were a kid, your mom said a word to you, and, and at that point, you were in big trouble. And mm. now the word is said to you later, and you just have that feeling. That feeling starts to come up, and you get angry about it. Nobody calls me chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and and you could say, you know, I don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy, and that's really I I, I know that that's uh, I don't know what we're yelling about, but a lot of times in arguments you're like, yeah, what are we yelling about? Where's this coming from? How did this happen? And sometimes just even going back and say, well, where did this start? What are we even arguing about? Um. So really taking a step back as soon as you start to feel that anger coming up and evaluate, what, what am I feeling right now? What, what, is it something that, that's, that I'm really upset about or did I misunderstand something? And as soon as you recognize it, you can take a step back and take a look at it objectively. Um, one thing as an adult, you, sometimes we have a hard time, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on men for a minute, especially men, they have a hard time recognizing emotions. Anger is the one that we recognize the most as men in general. Again, I'm not making a blanket statement there. I'm sure there are exceptions. As married men. Yeah, as, as married men. <laughs> and that one, because there, there's this assumption growing up and, and, and it's whether it's societal or parental or, or comes from other influences, media – it's always seen like men have to be strong. It, it's kind of this assumption that we have as men. And, okay, if, if I'm a strong man, then if I get angry, that shows I'm, you know, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm strong, you know. Um, but showing that I'm sad or frustrated, that tends to show weakness in a way. Now, it doesn't really. I'm saying that's what the perception is. So if we want to be strong as a man, we just show that we're 
we're tough and we're resilient and we're angry and and we don't get sad and we don't cry or we don't let thing let other people know that they say something that can hurt us because that's weak. Mm-hmm. We don't want to show that. So recognizing that it's it doesn't show strength when you show anger. That really shows that you're just not showing other emotions that for some reason you don't want to show. And again, whether that's a sign of weakness, whether that's a sign of just um, you not being comfortable with it. And, and we're going to get into that a little bit a little bit later as far as how do we start doing things differently than what we're doing them. Um, the one other the, the the one other thing that anger can also do is it can also mask anxiety. If somebody's feeling anxious, if they have, you know, if whether you have an anxiety disorder or not, but if you're feeling anxious about something, that's it's automatically heightened your senses. You're going to be more aware. You're going to be more, um, uh, you're going to be more apt to be angry because you're already your 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 senses are already heightened. You're already on edge. You're already ready to react because you're you're feeling that anxiety that that. That feeling in your stomach that that something's going to go wrong, or I have to worry about this, or I or I'm, you know, I can't stop worrying about something. You're more prone to be angry at that point as well. Frustration if you, if mm-hmm. you uh, traffic on the way home, yep. you get home and then the cat yanked, and then you get you get angry at the cat. <laughs> the cat yanked. If it, if it was if it was a smooth ride home, you get home, you're like, oh, who ate a dust ball? Oh, kitty, you know, right? Uh, and and but yeah, it's that frustration. And then you're frustrated. Yeah. And if something triggers you, can trigger you into. Uh, yeah, and, and it can just happen that quickly. Uh, and that's why I want. That's why I'm going to focus on being aware of that as it starts to come up uh, or before it gets running. So, folks, we're going to continue next episode with. You're cutting anger, me off now. Anger part two. That's frustrating because we have a lot to do here, <laughs> and I'm really angry about that. <laughs> we got to continue. I don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> So we're going to continue with anger part two. Well, I'm going to call it anger management part two because that's what we're going to get into in this next podcast is, okay, I'm feeling this. Now what do I do with it? So make sure you come back for the next episode. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I almost forgot my tagline. (laughs) We'll see you next time. (laughs) 